0: he's too powerful his line art is too good it's <laughs> not too late if you, you want to back out N-
1: no. Nani. this is too weird
0: oh yeah sorry this is getting a lot weirder than normal even. Sorry. <laughs> so <good. I> love- <laughs> we're not even recording <laughs>
2: Hi, I'm James Castillo, and I'm a freelance character designer and director living in London, UK.
0: I'm Nicholas Cole, and I'm a character designer and illustrator living in Vancouver, Canada.
1: And I'm Max Ulichny. I'm an illustrator and character designer based in Los Angeles. And we are the hosts of Negative Space, a podcast about what surrounds the lives of artists in the entertainment industry. Welcome to episode seven. We're delighted to welcome guest Iris Muddy on to discuss non-art hobbies and ballads. Iris, thank you for coming on. Thank We're so happy to me. have you here. We're all big fans of your work.
3: I'm <laughs> a fan too. Actually, I uh, at first, like Nick asked me, and I was like, oh, Nick is so cool. And then I didn't know like uh, exactly who the other people would be, right? And then I was like, oh, I love all of them already. So that's <laughs> so cool. Aw. <laughs> well. Yeah. I, I love You're your work, every single one of you guys. So.
1: Very sweet. Oh, and likewise, guys, I th- very this is of part of the reason that we love to have people on is just to like nerd out and meet people and yeah. you know do the things that you couldn't otherwise do unless you were like at conventions or something, especially during a pandemic. Oh, so it's really fun to like get to chat with people like you. Yeah,
2: mm. yeah. Yeah. Actually, given the topic of today, we 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 will probably mention that part of our. Uh, what we did to cope and, and sort of our our yeah. new hobbies yeah. that we've developed is one of them is doing this. It's just <laughs> That's like true. As, That's a, true. Yeah. as a desperate plea to, to like, you know, be able to engage with people and an audience yeah. and, and being able to be with the community and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, so do you would you mind giving us a bit of an introduction of, of sort of where you come from, um, where you're from, what you do, all that stuff?
3: Oh, okay. Uh, I always kind of feel weird about doing that because it's like, I tr- it's long but I try to keep it short okay so uh, I'm born in Romania I grew up in Canada and then I've been to I've lived a little bit shortly in other places in the world like uh, France and Denmark and now Spain and uh, I love learning I love different um, things <laughs> like photography and art and uh, I draw. Uh, I don't know, I don't like to get too, like, professional about it. I just happen to... That's
2: totally fine, yeah. It's
3: where the money comes from and that's really a blessing and, Mm. you know that's it i just yeah it's great. just
2: to to have some us to have some context and also yeah. for people listening that's yeah. true that yeah, might yeah. not be only related to these into to this to our world mm. have a little bit of a context of who's coming in and what they do and all that stuff but you worked on on ori the, is that that's your most recent
3: yeah credit right i worked on uh, i guess i think it's my only credit actually the only other things i've done professionally have been little things or pitches or uh like in the development process of something. And then I don't know if anything ever happened with it. So, or is like the only like real thing where I'm in a credit. And the second one, by the way, um, the first one really inspired me. And so I wanted to collaborate with the company because they're very skilled, uh, creative individuals and the first one left a mark on me. So it was really like a a gift to be able to collaborate with the second one.
1: Well, it seemed like a a great fit for your work anyway.
3: Thank you. Yeah. Mm. I, uh, it's interesting because I I felt that already through the the first one like it, it kind of had sensibilities and themes and uh, visual sensibilities not only story but visual that I had was interested in so yeah. it was like really yeah. good fit yeah awesome. yeah
0: like if you had told me that it was like your idea from the beginning <laughs> and that everybody else like came on board I'd be like yeah absolutely of course That's totally.
3: funny. Yeah. <laughs> no because it, yeah it's those kind of things where you see something that exists in the world and you're like oh, that's something mm. I'm already <laughs> interested in. Yeah. And
2: yeah, This we we talked a little bit about this on the previous episode, right? Or one of the episodes where Nick was still talking about that's also the relationship with, with the online. is like, <laughs> let the universe know what you want to do. Yeah, and exactly. Let's get, you know, and try to get contacted for the things that you want to do. Yeah, that's, I've always that's important loved that.
3: Thing. Yeah, I always see it that way. Mm. And that's why I kind of find it a shame when people, they try to fit to what already exists. They're like, how can I get a job in this? And I'm like, do you like that? Yeah. And they're like, I don't know if I like it. I'm like, <laughs> you're, you're going at it the wrong way. What do you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Hmm. Has that been basically like how you've started out? Like, was it just that you put work out there of your own? Cause there's such a consistency to your body of work. Like it all feels yeah, like so. it's like from the same universe and your, your spirit is very much like in all of your pieces, including the professional stuff I've seen. That's
3: so nice. I feel the same way about uh, you actually. And like the, the thing is i'm really stubborn and i just like once i found my voice in art after just doing studies and feeling frustrated and not knowing exactly what who i was or what i wanted to say like when i did find it i was like just more of this <laughs> just more <laughs> more of this and i i don't want to do anything that i'm not interested in so it ends up looking coherent even though it's not like uh, forceful um yeah i don't know like when you when you kind of get to know more who you are bit by bit you're like, I don't wanna be who I'm not anymore. So hmm. Yeah. I think for me it just happens. And like I said, I'm stubborn. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Are you guys That's a very strong but that's a very strong <laughs> narrative, I think, to take on, on your work. I think most people spend I know we we talked about this and I know I'm I, I do it. I, I'm constantly questioning oh, yeah. who I am and my work Still? and mm. the kind of things that I want my work to say and all those things. Um, and and it's it's very it's nice to see somebody with the confidence to say sort of like I'm gonna set roots in this, in this, you know, stuff that I really like to do, yeah. and this is what this is why I am, and you either take it or not. Um, I think that's very that's a very strong message. I really like it.
3: I think it's I always find it au- a little bit awkwardly funny when people ascribe a, a compliment to something that I find I couldn't been, have done otherwise. <laughs> like, like call it, calling it mm. um, confident. I'm like, well, I just that's just how like <laughs> there wasn't any other option. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like. Yeah yeah i don't know but thank you hey at least you're thank great
1: you. at it so you know however you got there <laughs> it's working right
3: well i mean i think we're all great uh, in our own way of what we do and like no i wouldn't I mean i didn't mean that towards me i meant towards you guys <laughs> but,
0: uh,
2: that's fine that's, yeah. no, you can, yeah. you we're can... all great in this room we're all, we're all great in this room
3: okay it's, it's
0: true fine. It's which true. room just your room james because james is in his own yeah, room right yeah, now yeah, he's sorry, gesturing to sorry, the room here. around him and it's really <laughs> awkward actually everybody here we're all great in London, this one
3: I, room. That's but, yeah, uh, yeah.
2: This one place with this one dude. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, but about uh, what you were saying about questioning, do you find you're still doing that, or uh, yeah, all the, less. Day, all the day, Okay.
2: okay. I, 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 I was literally almost about mm-hmm. to cry to Nick that yesterday I had a complete crisis. <laughs> like, why, why, I, I am? Is it like a, I, I an identity?
3: The, is it an identity crisis or just? I mean, it's,
2: it's, it's hard. It's it's all combined. It's all okay. combined. This, I think, there's there's an element of that. There would always be as a, a percentage of um, putting yourself in your work. Mm. Um, and we, the, the, there is a, a, an emotional attachment to the work that you do. Yeah. Because it, it is the way that you learn about the world yeah. is through drawing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think other people do it through music or science or whatever, but you, I've, I feel that drawing has taught me a lot of the lessons that, that I needed to learn mm. for life um and and so I'm, I'm deeply attached to it yeah I'm okay. someone also that that it's I I like exploring a lot, of, a lot of different things and and I think as you explore different facets of your personality you sort of discover things about yourself that you know, maybe some bits of it that you may not like or some bits that you you make you may want to like you know double down on and treasure and like I want to champion this part of myself yeah um and I want to you know, and, and that also affects the way that I approach my work. And, and it's taken me a very long time to be sure of the, like, the kind of things that I, that I just want to make. Because for the longest time, I just wanted to be given a job. Yeah. And, and the idea of, of whether my, my art or my work was meaningful to me was... Uh, secondary.
3: Okay, hmm.
2: It was Secondary. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's sort of becoming more part of the narrative more now.
3: Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's taken a while.
3: Was that through like uh, landing the work, but then not feeling the satisfaction and then finding out how to get that satisfaction?
2: Or- yeah. Uh, and creating your own, your own, I guess, mythos around your own work, like your own process, defining mm-hmm. how that process works. And when you find that what you're doing is, is, is a little bit more profound, than what you did before, yeah. and why is it profound to you? What is it meaningful to you? Why, why are you attracted to a specific type of, of art or the type of stuff that you like? And and going deeper into that and and finding jobs that allow you to get a little bit deeper into those questions is really is now what I'm more interested about, oh, rather awesome. than just like yeah. getting paid. Yeah. But I guess that's yeah. like, it's it's a very common um, experience, especially for people that that g- like develop their professional life through freelance work um we i think we we have to constantly be adapting to trends or what other clients want and all the directors want or all these things and and there's very little consideration to what do i want yeah (laughs) like because because that doesn't necessarily give you cash i worked Um, in commercials
1: for 15 years and that does a number on your sense of artistic identity mm -hmm. I, i i value being a chameleon i think that's it's a skill I'm proud of, and I think it's fun, and it, it like it folded in a lot of aspects to my personal work that I wouldn't have probably created otherwise. So I'm grateful yeah. for that time. But it is a weird, it does a, a number on your on your uh, sense of who you are and what you stand for because you're constantly fulfilling that stuff for, you know, commercial clients and and people who you know just have a wildly disparate sense of what they need and what they like. And so it's weird to be caught in the middle of it and to try to like adopt their needs um, and like subvert your own, you know? And so like I am trying to to create a career that's now, you know, more like what James was saying is like creating something that feels more personal, but I had, but it took a while to get there because I just didn't know who the hell I was artistically, you know? It's
3: so my favorite thing has always been looking at art that, is done by people who know who they are, kind of, or, or they're mm. on their way, or they're asking themselves, at least. Yeah. Because mm. when art is just cool or just well done, it's like, okay, so, I don't know. <laughs>
2: right. Yeah. So yeah. No, what? but it's true. <laughs> there, there is a frivolousness to that type of, of stuff. And I think, mm. especially, I remember there was a point where like I just couldn't even open ArtStation anymore because like, it's just that the, the like, you realize that there's so much mimicking of the same thing yeah. and you realize that this there's this very specific idea of what cool is mm. that doesn't in any way resonate with what I do. Yeah. Not that it's not cool in its own right and, the, yeah. and it has an audience and it's perfectly valid. But I do realize that oh that doesn't it doesn't feel deep. There's yeah. no depth to 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 that to the there's no narrative to the work that I see here. There's a lot mm. of like, you know, pretty girls painted like take like taken out of like pinterest and somebody's done like a hyper realistic <laughs> painting of it. Yeah. But okay. So, like what <laughs> how does, I, what does that tell me of who you are?
3: I think sometimes the sometimes the only way to uh re- reconnect with what actually you're interested in and not what everybody else convinces you is interesting is to have like a mm-hmm. dopamine detox where you step outside and you are willing to mm-hmm. like have a, a a like a what's it called like a rehab period of Mm-hmm. Al- almost like social media and art and what people's idea of what art and entertainment art is is like removed from your world for a while and then you get like a reset of like what do I actually like and what do I actually think is interesting and
1: mm-hmm. what
3: comes naturally and what do I want to see in the world and stuff because sometimes that's kind of where
1: well, I'm at right now a little bit
3: yeah yeah
1: trying <laughs> it's not easy, but but I think like I, I took a little bit of, a, you know, this last year did a number on my productivity and stuff and it had the accidental effect of of separating me from yeah. likes and stuff like that. Not that I don't value that stuff. I, I do appreciate, you know, audience feedback and stuff, but just being less productive meant that I had a little bit of distance on it and it's made it harder to get back into my work a little bit because I'm kind of caught in a loop of like, what, if I'm going to like devote my time to something, what does it mean? What am I passionate about? And I've got like, just last night I start, I sat down to doodle just to like, just get something moving. And I was like, I, yeah, I'm i sort of stuck in this like motivation trap and I don't really know what I want to create or why. And it's such a funny thing. So I started like doing some fan art and I'm like, that's, yeah, I, you know, anything to get me moving at a certain point is good, right? Anything just to like, get me creating and kind of blow out the cobwebs is good, but it also feels light and frivolous and not important. And it's not what I want to put out in the world and say. <clears throat> so I'm kind of like trapped where like, I feel rusty. I need to make something just to get my, my juices flowing again, but I don't know what to make. And I, I'm, I'm a little bit stuck and, I, and I'm frustrated with myself because it makes it hard to sit down and create. Cause it just like, I just start to churn mentally instead of just being able to turn my brain off and draw fun cartoons or whatever, which is really kind of what I need, at least in the short term to get myself back up to speed so that I can create the deeper stuff that I want to make. Hmm. But it's just, I'm I'm like, I'm in search of a project that I am deeply passionate about. Um, But in the meantime, I will say to to bring this back to the topic, because we are talking about, um, You know, hobbies, non-art hobbies and things like that. I got really into photography this past year. And I think that helped me fill in some of the gaps Um, when drawing was hard. It was easier to pick up a camera and kind of let inspiration come that way Mm -hmm. because I just wasn't as loaded with meaning and with expectation that way. And I think that's been really important to me. And I know you're into photography a bit too, aren't you? Yeah,
3: I love photography. And even mm-hmm. make, taking little videos of things and mm-hmm. uh, just photography and thinking about filmography and like cinematography, I don't know if that's the same thing. <laughs> um, gets you in the mood of like, uh, what the set, the setting is basically already there. And then you are the eye framing it in a certain way and making those decisions. and. Hmm um it's the same thing i like about a 3d scene and just moving camera around it's like you get to set the stage for yeah. the emotion or the feeling or the hmm. whatever you're trying to emphasize like what's more important what's larger what's in focus what's and it's just so fun there's so many uh different things you can do in the same space um that it opens it like all feeds back into art too when yeah mm. you, like when you're when you put it away yeah
0: yeah, I've I've found that I have an interesting relationship with just that last sentence there too. The idea that it all feel, feeds back to art is um, it's so complicated, right? Because I, I've I initially when I was younger, that was super important. Everything had to feed back to art. You know, everything felt like it had to have a utility you for know? you to
3: want to do it, or for you to allow allow yourself to do it, or
0: yeah, yeah, to give yourself the space and time just to mm-hmm. even dabble in it. And yeah. and in recent years. Maybe the last five, I've really tried to pull back and just be like, you know, I could look at a mountain <laughs> and not paint it and not yeah, take, yeah. A, <laughs> take a me photo too. with the intention of painting it. Just be in its presence, right? Is that yeah. something that pings yeah. for you? Yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, I want to hear how you guys all feel about this because uh, actually the last couple of years uh, and even during Ori, because we were uh, working in Crunch and stuff and mm. it showed me kind of... Uh, I mean, I went into the project knowing that I wanted to learn about composition, color and light and just learn whatever I could from that amazing team that were just strong people. Uh, But it put me through rough times in terms of like time management and stuff, because Anybody knows how crunch goes, like things have to happen and you have to do it. So (laughs) Uh, and you see how uh, the effect it has on you and your team. But anyway, like through that and then the the same week we released Ori was the week that Corona started like lockdowns and stuff. So it was like me and the whole Mm. team went from basically lockdown to another lockdown and no one no one got the emotional catharsis of like living a little bit or. Having mm. some freedom, so and and anyways, what I wanted to say was that at the end of that crunch and uh, and through Corona, I started to resent art because it had put me in this spot in my life where and um, it also relates to me coming to Spain. Like I was, I spent most of my art journey or my uh, learning period, I guess, to to become a professional, uh, locked in my room, not making many friends in real life, um, doing things exactly like you said, Nick, like that is this going to feed back into art? Okay, I'll allow myself to do it. <laughs> um, only doing things with that mentality and then like if someone asks me to hang out, I'm like, is it going to be useful for art? <laughs> 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 or <laughs> you become right. like some like sick manipulator of your own life and your own time, mm. you know? And it's it made me really resentful even in terms of like my body because um, a couple of years ago, I started doing yoga almost daily. Now I do it daily. And it was something that, the, the thing that got me into starting the yoga, like as a real commitment, not just I'll do it once in a while whenever it comes up, was that I can do something every day that pulls me away from art and that's okay. I'm allowed to do it <laughs> yeah. because sometimes sometimes when we have a passion and we have something that we really want to work and make it happen for ourselves in the world, we like everything else has to go. <laughs> mm-hmm. All the people, all the things, all the ideas that are like going to take even five minutes from this thing happening mm. have to go. And so you become like, I was ignoring messages from friends, from family and my mom, like me, my mom and me were like disconnected. My, just so many things in my life. And then I started being like, okay, my body hurts because of art and the way I have to sit down every day. Let me start doing yoga. And then, so I started seeing how Uh, including happy things in my life that I wanted to be there but didn't have necessarily to do with art made me feel better. Uh, so like even mm-hmm. coming to Spain was like, sorry, this is like really long.
2: <laughs> no, this is great. No, keep yeah. it this, this is um, This is gold. is yeah.
3: even. <laughs> that's great, thank you. I'm glad. So if it helps anybody. So even coming to mm-hmm. Spain, like, was a thing of getting myself out of my room, getting myself to a culture where people were more outgoing. People, like I had grown up in Canada where everybody's really nice. It's awesome. Everybody's super nice and warm, <laughs> but everybody also lives in their house in their basement, all, like mm-hmm. almost all year. And the only times you kind of hang out with friends are, like, you already know someone and they come to your house or something. Mm, Most right. of the time. I'm not saying all of Canada is like that, but for me, the culture was very suburban and, like, that's how you hang out with people. But in uh, I had been getting this feeling that, like, in Europe and in Spain, there's, like, this different, even just, I know it sounds silly, but, like, urban planning has an influence <laughs> on how people hang out.
4: Yeah, yeah and it's real. It's, incredibly
3: yeah, it's a huge ground shaking idea like i hadn't had any friends while i was growing up playing video games trying to sketch every day because my house was so freaking far from anything <laughs> like, hmm. but here it's like the city is structured in such a way where you can see your friends within 10 minutes if you if you have them which you're more likely to have made them because of the way the society works and the culture is more whatever a certain way so coming here was like a refusal of like okay art art and my uh previous life framing had made me so like a my room little cave dweller like <laughs> who needs mm-hmm. art and needs to practice mm-hmm. all the time and needs to not have friends and like and i was like F- i don't need to do that shit like it's all preconceived <laughs> like any any kind of frame you have your life into is either a preconception or Or something like, it doesn't have to exist exactly the way it does, you know? Um, So I became really resentful of art. And only recently through getting back into like, uh, the I think the real reason I love art and the community of art is the the friends you can make through it
2: Hmm.
3: and the connections you can have through people and ideas, more so than the practice of art, like just art, you know? I don't know if you guys connect with that or if it's if you're more interested in just art itself, like just being. No, heck yeah.
1: We're we're all going to move to Spain now, right?
0: Yeah, 100%. That <laughs> wow, was, uh, was the best, like, 30-second <laughs> pitch for Spain I've, I've ever heard. I, really,
3: um, <laughs> I cannot say enough.
2: <laughs> I felt very proud at that point. I was like, yeah,
3: fuck
4: yeah. No, like, that's I actually love
3: Spain. I'm always trying to convince more people to come to Spain because there's not enough of an art community. So we could just take all the California <laughs> yeah. stuff and bring it mm-hmm. here, all the mm-hmm. London stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: No, I... I, I had a trepidation about the topic because I realized like I don't have a ton of like non art hobbies in general. You know, I haven't <laughs> had throughout my life like a lot of like other interests. It's all yeah. been kind of in the orbit of this. And yeah. being honest about it, that's just me. That's just true. Like I just if I'm yeah. not making art, I like to play video games that are related to my work and I like to you know watch movies that are also related to the work and and stuff like that it's not on purpose but it, it happens that yeah. way but and the even one when thing you're, I knew even when
3: you're uh, enjoying those things you're analyzing how you can learn from them
0: <laughs> sometimes yeah 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 or like kind of breaking it down yeah, Erica and I my, my wife is a storyboard artist and so like right. we're just monstrous to movies like we just you know yeah. we'll pause it and be like how would you rewrite that scene like how would we replot? <laughs> yeah oh yeah. yeah well me too Absolutely. are you the
2: guys are you the kind of people that goes into to a game and they just like it starts going around looking at the textures. Yes. Of everything. Oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> like, look at this shield. Look at this thing. Yeah. Just like I'll, just I'll stay
0: it. at the starter village for like hours, just oh, like yeah. looking at like oh yeah. oh in the corner like oh <laughs> up, there's a seam. Uh, lying,
4: yeah, yeah.
0: But but yeah. for me, one of the things that really pinged just thinking about the topic of non-art hobbies was community and was people. Yeah. And the way that our industry drives us away from each other in a lot of ways and um, and the biggest thing I've always felt constantly, constantly, it's driven a lot of decisions similar to your move to Spain. Like I have freelanced for like a decade now and a large, most of that was on the East coast where there's no industry, you know, like, and that industry was crumbling actively like year by year. Yeah. Um, but it was because like, my family's there, you know, like the people I love yeah. were there, uh, the, the, the community. And for me, it was my church, you know, it was like people that I cared to connect with were all there. Yeah. And the idea that I would move to LA or just sort of throw that all away, you know, like not, not d- anything like wrong d- with d- LA. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just to like, just for the work, yeah. I have felt that stubbornness too, that like, no, no, I don't think so. You know?
3: Yeah. It doesn't really. have to be that way. You know?
0: no, no. no. That's really beautiful. Though. I, I feel like I was, yeah, like same way that James was like ready to cheer for Spain. I was ready to cheer for like,
3: yeah, like get yeah. out yeah. of there. Yeah. What whatever matters to yeah. you, you know. But like, I,
2: yeah. yeah. It's totally true that I think you like, you said that, that is sort of um, the context in which you live shapes the way you perceive yourself and the way mm-hmm. that you interact with the world around you. Yeah. And I think actively looking for a context that would, Enhan- enhances the right word yeah, or like yeah. I would facilitate yeah facilitate certain mm-hmm. things that you know are difficult for you or that you need
4: yeah mm-hmm.
2: I think it's a very it's it's a very powerful thing when you manage to like actively proactively being like I want to do this because I know
3: exactly it's
2: gonna help me face this part of myself that is is difficult for me to it,
3: that was a big big with. like that exact thing you just said was a big motivator for me because I was like a uh, exactly the thing that allowed me to actually make the move, thinking like there's people who live there I could too. And um, it could it seemed at least to suit exactly the things that I was uh, like longing for and um, and I was like, how come? as a person who tries so hard and as a person who is dedicated to my self-improvement and um, skill forming and curiosity, how come I can't like choose which areas in my life are hard and which are a little easier? And I was like, let me try to, mm. like I'll try to, and I'll have faith mm. that like it's possible. And I would wish that upon anybody that they would at least allow themselves to think that that's possible. And then hopefully hopefully it can be, you know, like mm. well, I consider that. Do a
2: that's great. You you talked very briefly at the beginning about having lived and been from different places and lived in Canada and Romania and Denmark yeah. and all that stuff, um, and and I'm saying this as someone who's also I think Nick as well has had some of that like people that you know these 21st century kids that kind of grow up all around yeah and we're have really parents lucky parents from different living <laughs> nationalities and all these things yeah. um, has that made it easier for you to to. To just the idea of being alone in a place that you've never been to be acceptable because i know there's a lot of people that for, for whom that idea is just complete
3: i know yeah suicide
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, That's but really for scary, me it was it sure. was always like i don't like i don't know like my you know i know both my parents lived abroad for many years and they did all yeah. these deep adventures and they told me all these stories about them living in cool. new york in the 70s and doing all these things i was like well, why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I just do the yeah. same thing and just yeah, figure yeah, it yeah. out? Um, is that is that something that has helped you a little bit? Because I think like that's something that that could be alienating to some people that that are maybe they live in much much more rooted communities. Yeah. Um, it,
3: it's funny the way it's funny that the exact vocabulary you're using to ask the question is the way I've worded it a few times. Like even just mm. actually yesterday or the day before to to my boyfriend, I was saying that like. Um, Okay, wait. I'll answer the question and then I'll say which parts were almost the same sentences. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. basically, like, uh, yes, I think it's I think it's related to that because my parents they uprooted from Romania when like uh, there was communism and all like political problems and stuff making people's mm. lives hell. And so they moved to Canada. And for them, it was like, yeah, everything we have is in Romania, but we want a better life and we want a different life. So we're going to Canada. And our kids are very young. I was three. My brother was seven. Uh, or 10. And, um, so they just decided to just have a different life, but they know a lot of people who didn't do that, who stayed. Um, so I think there's like, uh, sorry, if you hear my phone vibrating, I'm just going to put it on silent one second. Yeah. Um, so I think it's a good thing because like, it's good to be able to face the unknown and, uh, have, either confidence or stubbornness, like, I'm not sure the difference anymore, but either confidence or stubbornness that it's going to work out, uh, and that you'll find a way somehow because you found a way. I mean, every day you just find a way to do something, I guess. I don't know. Like, I don't know exactly. I don't know what I would define as failure. Like you probably could fail whatever. I don't know what I'm saying anyway, but, um, (sighs) I think it's a good thing to be able and willing to face the unknown and scary conditions. But I also kind of... Now I'm more understanding of people who don't. like Having lived um, through myself coming here, I realized that as a teenager, I used to judge people who wouldn't be willing to do that as being um, Mm -hmm. too afraid or too reluctant of life or too... um, like holding on to their present too much or, um, you know, just unwilling to face the unknown. But then when I moved here and I realized what it is really to be actually alone, I was like, this is suicidal. <laughs> <laughs> exactly the way you said it. And I it actually made me think back to my family. Like my in my family, we kind of have this tendency that I'm trying to correct now through like understanding where it comes from. But the tendency in some of my family is like to um not share what you're going through and go through things alone and be like a lone wolf and a uh, one man is an island kind of mentality and then i was Mm -hmm. like me coming here is kind of just an an, another further um another action in that direction like that's Mm -hmm. thinking that i can do things alone with but it's not wrong to think that but i think it's it's um it's a mature act on my part to realize that that's that act doesn't make me better than other people. It kind of makes me flawed in a way. While it is, while there is bravery involved in setting out alone, it is an evolutionarily suicidal act. because if you imagine like me as an ape thousands of years <laughs> ago, doing a move to spain symbol like symbolically the same kind of thing that would get yeah. me killed yeah
2: going to a different tree the metaphorical what, monkey exactly. has that yeah that has more yeah. more social people in it
3: that's yeah. yeah that's what i mean like if you if you if you do the same <laughs> <laughs> if you do if you do the same things you can do today but you move them to a context where they're a little bit more basic and dangerous and like as the world actually mm. is in its true nature mm. you're like you recognize what you thought was like independence and power might actually be like you trying to end up alone or something. You know what I mean? It's like <laughs> some things are mm. not what they seem. So I'm like uh, working on that.
0: <laughs> do, you, do you feel like you have to try those things first to like kind of learn those lessons? Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah,
3: because it's humble. Everything like that is like a humbling act, right? It's like someone who. Mm. I don't know it's even like just the art thing like you try to be the best and you try to work on your skills and be like impress people and show your knowledge and show how far you've come and get jobs and add credits to your list but then it's like (laughs) is this my ego speaking or is it my joy or is it like like where does it actually come from. Yeah. yeah,
0: and maybe that drive to like be impressive just on your own is another yeah. way of dividing yourself from the community and being exactly. like, I'm not like you. you know? Exactly,
3: like, exactly.
0: Check yeah. out my cool bananas, yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> yeah, to
2: yeah, just to bring it back to the apes. Yeah, <laughs> it's like. But that's kind of the, 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 the there's an act of all of this stuff is is especially as a, as you're growing up and you're going through your early twenties or maybe like all through your twenties really. Um, is everything is a is a defining act of, you know, mm. I'm, you are looking for collections of anecdotes and moments that would eventually create an adult, a human yeah. that is called <laughs> that's a kind of you know. yeah. so because <laughs> we are all a collection yeah. of stories. That's <laughs> yeah. what we are. We we are the the record keepers of our own lives.
4: Mm.
2: And and I remember that something <laughs> that sort of was very. I was very 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 young again because parents of both my parents were immigrants, right? Yeah. So my my dad left left Cuba, so he's Cuban. Yeah. Mm. He was Cuban, um, and he left in 1960 just as Fidel Castro took over, and they had to sort of fly away. And he lived all around. And my mom is Irish, but it's also Spanish, and sort of there's always been this movement around and and. Everybody in my family was defined by w- all the stuff they did. I was yeah. always being told stories about my aunt who lives in Florence and my uncle who married a Japanese lady oh and lives gosh. in London and this oh. and that and and it's like, oh, okay. Well, there'll be a moment where I have to do the same thing. Yeah, that's you have the, to have your global I,
3: um, yeah the, pilgrimage. the the lack
2: of <laughs> it's it's almost like the way that I can relate to my family mm. and it, it it boils down to this very simple concept of like. If I want to be part of this tribe, I got to go through this, like these sort of (laughs) rings of fire that Mm -hmm. I have to jump through in order to feel that I'm rooted because we don't have a a very rooted sense of like nationality because everybody lives in completely different countries. Yeah. There is a last name and there's stories. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And there's like this very, everybody's defined by having done, like defined their own path through action. Hmm. So to me, it was very much like, okay, well that this is my version of that. And it's always been about finding that because I was I mean, this sounds very dramatic, but I was born unrooted mm-hmm. and I never understood the sense of patriotism.
3: I think that no offense I,
2: to anybody that feels patriotic, but yeah. I, to me, it was such a mystery. No, same like, here, I, don't,
3: yeah.
2: I don't get it. There's like in my in my last name, there's like four flags <laughs> that I should technically feel patriotic towards. Hmm. Yeah. I don't understand why. Yeah. Um, now I understand a little bit better, and I understand the nuance of it. But growing up, what I, you are—what does what, what does it mean that you are Spanish or American? Or, or can or I ask like, this? An, How I much of understand. like yeah. so being part that, of the art community? Yeah,
1: do you think, like, 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 committing and finding, finding our tribe within the art community—is that kind of more like the central? Patriotism, patriotism for lack of a better term because like for me I Probably. feel much more like that artist yeah. than I do someone from Ohio yeah. or someone from the United States like these are all part or someone who lives in LA these are all parts of me and I appreciate hmm. all of them and the part they yeah. play and I you know
3: Yes, but the one absolutely. Like it
1: all kind of serves.
2: Yeah, yep. we should oh we God. should totally make a flag. Oh, guys.
1: dude, could you imagine the committee to design <laughs> that fucking flag? <laughs> oh <my God.
2: laughs> yeah, yeah, getting our podcast
0: logo to just like kind <laughs> of come together was just. Like, we were basically Max did our logo and it's incredible, but we it's were basically so good, like Max's dude. worst client. I am always my worst <laughs> client. <laughs> just the, Don't just, work for your friends. Never
2: work for your I'm like, yes. like, I know you like this, but could you move this thing here? I and just think the thickness
0: on the eyebrow. Oh, could these be are just actual a little little different, different Max. I don't know. I mean, yeah, literally, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nightmare. But no, I would. I, 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 totally get that, Max. I would, I would yeah. definitely fly my art community patriotism flag yeah. higher than any of the other ones. And maybe that, like, maybe that's part of to bring it kind of awfully fully around. To, like. Maybe that's why it's so hard to get away from the idea that we have yeah. to do these things. Yeah. You know, in the service of it's like a kind of weird kind of tribal patriotism of like, I need to be a part of this community. I need sh- to sort of relate all my activities back to it. I need to yeah. you know, without really I'm going beyond re- that. To... Yeah.
3: I'm really oh, glad you guys touched on that because for me that became so tangibly like almost like a fiery thing. I wanted to have like I felt the danger of that. Uh, i'm sorry i feel like i cut you off nick
0: no 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 not at all we do it all the time that's that's the nature of the podcast okay
3: okay. um by the way first the logo is amazing (laughs) okay um but okay i felt like in, in the resentment of like uh art and what i had been missing out on and trying to get it back into my life just to like achieve balance connecting back to the topic um but i also felt a resentment towards just that like uh how much it's not it's not a resentment towards the community it's a resentment towards my relationship Mm -hmm. towards it and what it had started to mean in my life like Mm. i actually to get a little bit even more awkward and weird, I I think even I was married a few years ago to one of my favorite artists, and we I think that even our relationship and our marriage was fueled by my um, connection to the community, and who I thought mm-hmm. I was, and who the art community and my relationship to it made me think I was, and I uh, we're on good terms, like we're not together anymore, and I wish him the best, but like. I realized how twisted that is to like, um, allow the art community to have such a, I'm not, I'm not talking about the art community. I'm not trying to blame it, but it's more how I, um, let it affect me and how the validation I sought and the connectivity I sought through it. And, Mm -hmm. um, the fact that like, um, if like when I moved to Spain, I allowed myself to not post things for a while. And I realized that if i like as an artist if if, even if people know you in the community if you stop posting for a while no one comes and asks you to post some people do (laughs) it's true but even even if they like everyone loves you when you show up right which is great it's beautiful Mm -hmm. it's an amazing thing but it's also fine for you to go away and to understand Mm -hmm. what it means to you to go away like does going away make me feel like i'm a lesser human being and if it does, then yeah. that's fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> like, because yeah, <laughs> I started walking around in the streets here and going to like little music shows and doing things that were not art at all or that no one would press a like on or that no one would even know happened. Mm. And uh, I realized like, if I like, if I die today, people would probably be like, hey, that, that's sad because she could have done more cool art.
4: <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs>
3: and I was like, I didn't want that to be the thing. I wanted it to be like, I'm sad because I, like, was unfulfilled in some way. So I wanted more, um, I wanted my life, I wanted to think of what my life could be, imagining it, like, as something removed from the art community. And even, like, acknowledging that the art community has brought me so much positivity and gifts and direction. And um, mm. any community around something you love can be an amazing um, channel of growth and so many beautiful things like i've met some of my favorite people in my life and friends and connections and so many things through this community so it's insane right but Mm
2: -hmm. another
3: thing i started recognizing just to bring it back to like other things was that i've always connected to comedy and like um just charismatic people and funny people and i was like in my in my ultra connection and and um being all wrapped up in the art community, I almost forgot that I could also pursue something else. Like I could also try to write jokes on the side and like, who knows if it would ever become anything. But like, you know what I mean? It doesn't, nothing needs to become anything, but like, it's almost like you, you, once you're convinced that the identity you've put so much work into, um, Hmm. going into another one will like lessen the one you already have. Like, that's sad. I want to live a life where at the end I'm I'm like I tried all I was yeah. interested in trying, at least you know, even if it even oh if God. nothing happened.
4: You've,
2: you've said it so beautiful. I like oh so God. beautifully. Yeah. I, I I teared up a little bit. I, <laughs> Me too. Completely, it's, completely honest. This is like oh, I got chills. Yes. <laughs> I relate so much to this whole thing because it's, it's very <laughs> yeah. that is very true. It's, yeah. we've said it many times that that being a fuller human would make yes you make fuller art.
1: Even if it means um, less
2: that art. Too. Yeah. But and, as a consequence. Yeah, but, but again, it's, I'm, I'm related to art, but it's, it's not like you're not pursuing it because it would make you make better art. Exactly. That's That just defeats the purpose.
0: Yeah.
2: The, the whole point is to just like be <laughs> present on the moment I, and be there. I think yeah. the world and, needs yeah.
0: that art. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that's yeah. the stuff like that reminds us of what's good about us, you know, about like what's good about being alive. And it's, it's the, not just derivative art of
3: art yeah. for art. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You finally can like make some of the work that's like actually vital that we, yeah. we got into this to do, you know, right? And yeah. and so maybe in that way it relates back, but not in that like clout chasing kind of community, you know, yeah. kind of um establishing yourself within that hierarchy or whatever kind of way. But
4: exactly.
0: Yeah.
2: So Yeah, I, I, it's it's there's no, but it is something that I remember starting thinking about it when when you would <clears throat> Not that I that I know much about the subject specifically but I remember like this when you sometimes like you meet artists that because you like and you know they're very liked generally and you just assume that oh they must be like the happiest most successful f- like sort of who <laughs> they are people like in the Like very
3: fulfilled yeah
2: <laughs> yeah and very like content with life and just like full of like lessons to be given and all that stuff and mm-hmm. some of some of them are some of them play the part but some of them you realize like oh no this 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 person whose work is is been, is so meaningful to me. Actually, comes mm-hmm. it has a price,
4: okay. because
2: Come that person way. has to, you know, it's it's almost bleeding for them to make some of the work mm. that they do. Mm. Yeah, um, and you realize like, oh, that's the the detachment that that having to work in an industry does from for artists mm. is that it it completely detaches that that emotional part from your work because you are you know you're supposed to be able to feel certain quotas of amount of work and things like Mm. that and 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 it makes it very clinical and I think like anytime anybody manages to like tap into that that very honest truth about whoever the person is like is doing Mm. the work it's just like I think that's why like we we get so emotionally invested on these things because every now and then there's that short film or that game or that movie or that moment or that short story or that illustration where that there was a feel. truth
4: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah Oh, and it just completely like fills you up and and it's just so so beautiful and i think that's that's very right i think i'm i'm so happy that you are taking those steps into like just being more fulfilled as a person and pursuing things that are not necessarily mm. drawing related in any yeah. way because it would just it, it would do nothing but like mm. Make you a more yeah. interesting human to to yeah. meet at the at the end because I, we're I, not just yeah we're, we're not just the makers content of content creators you know yeah. we're, we're this people there's there's a person behind <laughs> everything. <role>. Oh,
4: <laughs> yeah, okay,
2: we gotta address this. We gotta address this. Content. Want... The, whoever uses the, the phrase content creation. <laughs> oh my god! Creator, no, let's stop is, it.
3: <laughs> it's completely gag <laughs>
2: destroying destroying the the foundation of yeah. of. An artistic career yeah. in any way. It <laughs> Thank is you so much.
4: Thank <laughs> you for disgusting. addressing that.
0: We
2: could just can we just put the applause, uh, it's just, it's just, applause in right Making <laughs> jokes George, around George, it. George. And at one point you just have to be like, no. It's gross. It's so gross. Too true. Um, yeah. Oh my gosh.
0: One person I think about Sorry. as this is we're talking about this, like even as i was talking about like oh that's the work that we need as people or whatever these like moments of beautiful truth think about hayao miyazaki and it no person embodies the question of like the cost and the beauty for me more than than hayao miyazaki (laughs)
2: that that (laughs) meme that meme of like what was the the phrase like i'm i'm always painfully aware of how how bad i am or something like what was that (laughs)
0: Beautiful I love the one where he's just standing in the garden and he's like, Ghibli will die. It's just a name. <laughs> like, just like, look at the clouds. Like, it's just, it's, it, it, there's just such an incredible, I've always wanted, like, his work really, like, shakes my
3: core soul in a way <laughs> yeah.
0: that little else oh does God. just being I, I know that's probably cliche there's plenty of other
2: people who feel the same way it's not like
3: it's okay cliche is look mean.
2: if this if this a director that, that that i'm happy that is mainstream yes yeah. that's yeah. a good point because <laughs> like, he's yeah. doing nothing but spreading like beauty beauty into the world and and you know Authenticity. i mean mm-hmm. anyway sorry nick i interrupted you.
0: well he just he embodies this idea right of like the work i would love to do you know like man if i could touch that that live wire that golden thread that's through his stuff you know like I would I would be golden too I don't know what it is you know there's some mythological thing that happens in my brain where I big time pedestal for <laughs> Miyazaki that I've put up in my brain but then realizing too like through the essays and the interviews and stuff like yeah, that like the, the, how pain, the cost that's... to him as a person and to his family and yeah. to the people around him that this has come at <laughs> and and Throughout my, I keep coming up to it again and again. You know, just sort of like ask that question: like, am I, am I that kind of person? Like, could I give that much to this work? And honestly, the answer is absolutely no. Yeah. Like, I don't. That's fine. You know, like that's not that measure that's of self worth. You know, either. it's like I mean, I could, it's an
1: incredible achievement for the people who are willing to right. devote their lives to it. Like, God bless them for doing that, man. I, I appreciate right. it. I've gotten so much from it. Yeah, if, if he's living truth. authentically and wants to do it, yeah. but if he feels outside pressure to do it then I hope he stops for his own sake. I don't think that's the case, but y- you get what I'm saying. It's like the goal I, you know, yeah. hopefully yeah. in life, it should be balance and, you know, mental health and happiness and authenticity, authenticity. and connection, mm-hmm. whatever that means to you. And if that means that you're getting yeah. it through art, it, you know, or, uh, you know, it, it it's so personal yeah. that you, I think it's something we all struggle with basically is trying to find that line. Yeah.
4: Yeah.
2: Yeah, especially because the, the image of, like, the moment you start, this is something that, that I think is interesting. I In Spanish, nobody in this industry would call themselves an artist. Artista <laughs> is something that only belongs to mm. Picasso, mm. Matisse, um, you know, people that embody this like there's this, this, a, a a certain persona attached to the concept of an artist yeah yes um it, it's a very high-end very heady thing you have we to be a sexist let's basically you have to you have to you have to be absolutely. an old white like, you would always
3: <laughs> it's <yeah>. artist <laughs> with a capital a <laughs> yeah. yeah
2: yes exactly and so people in Sp- in spanish they call themselves dibujantes which uh, would be like draftsmen. i can't like this you know, is drawers. i had a friend um, tell me this a spanish the, friend tell me this
1: actually this is he he was a flame artist at my yeah, studio. it's he something called that himself it's, it's like it's a technician, like a flame technician or something like that.
2: Wait, flame artist? Yeah, just so people know yeah, flame a is software. a software. It's not. Oh, oh yeah. He's he's not not like like, <laughs> yeah, he's not like yeah. spinning
1: fire. Yeah,
2: he's not like using fire. I'm <laughs> bending fire. I
0: don't magic. know. You might have worked at Riot Games and they just my have a fire boy <laughs> <poi> guy <laughs> come in during lunches, just like here he goes during you know?
2: crunch. My a friend, the firebender. Yeah, don't worship me. I'm just the messenger. A, what I wanted to say is that, that there is a reluctance, reluctance, What what? Sure. Reluctancy. What Reluctancy. Say? Reluctance. Reluctancy? Just reluctance. Reluctance. There you go. Sorry. <laughs> There's This uh, English <laughs> lesson for non-English speakers. Um, uh, to yeah. call you to call yourself an artist. Yeah. Because it's it's something that is very hard to own as a person. Mm. Like just yeah. I I I can't just say I'm, I can't be a seventeen-year-old and say I want to be an artist because <laughs> that's just like. Well, you have nothing to say, right? Yeah. When I it's something that I become more comfortable with because in English <laughs> and because of the industry, something that people say with without meaning it in such mm. a big way. Yeah. Um, but when you are starting out, there's that like that idea, you know, when people think about artists, they think about these gigantic personalities that mm. that are known to be dubious, to have a very dubious moral compass and, <laughs> and to do things in a way that, you know, is the price of art and, and is always this very bohemian, yeah. is this very, you know, uh, twisted characters hmm. uh, yeah. that, that, you know, Van Gogh, Van Gogh fell, fell, fell in love with a prostitute and cut his, hair, his, his ear out. And do away with hearing. Like, I don't want I, like, I to cut my ear off.
1: Think I of know. how good your work yeah. could be, though, if you did. Yeah,
2: it's like, but it's, <laughs> is, is your ear holding think, you back?
3: Think is how much your think <laughs> how much your NFTs would sell for if you cut your ear
2: off. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: are you are touching on, on We have dangerous. sworn we're not going there. We can't. We can't. I'm You're not. Uh, Sorry, I, Iris, I
3: like but. I like knowingly oh, push the. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. No, it's good. It's yeah. good. We could just go that far, but uh, exactly,
3: exactly. The three <laughs> of us would teeter
0: into this just it's huge a, avalanche. Of it's, a,
3: it's a it's a self-aware joke. No, let's pull back.
2: Yeah. Uh, hopefully by the time this episode comes out, NFTs are nobody gives a fuck about.
3: And they're green or something,
2: yeah. Hopefully. Um, but what it was that? Is that price? Is that idea that you have to, at one point in everybody's career you have to let go of the idea that yeah. you are gonna be Miyazaki or that you are gonna be Picasso. Mm. You are gonna be a you are gonna be a person that manages to make a living out of this, and that's perfectly fine.
3: Yeah, but f- I. Th- I think it's really cool. Like, if somebody actually has that as their life journey, and it's truthfully actually who they are. Like, not Mm. being them, but being their own like grandiose person, and that's what they want. Uh, I don't mean the negative parts of it, but like literally, if they're someone who has a message like Hayao Miyazaki, like he has this like human aspect that he wants to transmit, and he doesn't want to tarnish it with like anime tendencies. He doesn't want to,
4: mm.
3: you know, he has this like exactly what he wants and how hard he's going to work for it. Like I have some friends who have those um, messages they want to share, but they are kind of tied down by just like the professional ladder they have to climb. But I do want them to not let go of that being possible because there are people who can push the limits of what is known and become like such a force Mm of art and inspiration like they can especially if they go a certain way about it I don't know what it is but it's not something like Nick said like when you allowed yourself to recognize that that's not you it's the same Mm -hmm. thing as me allowing myself to recognize like hey I love art and it's fun and uh, I like these parts of it but I don't need to like other parts of it And I can allow myself to look more into comedy and other things that I'm interested in to allow myself to be living in a way that um, I don't die having regrets, you know, like I, Mm. that's, I just, I want to live my life. Like I don't want, death is not a motivator, but it's like a, it's, I think it's really good to live your life in a way where you don't leave things like for a way later, like the present is now, you know, and if Mm. you don't, at least have some kind of structure for I, f- I just feel like if you live in discordance with yourself and if you if you leave things that are important you, to you for last like you're just gonna end up mm. f- totally fucking your whole life up like people are gonna people aren't people are people are going to be in your life for the wrong reasons like they're gonna be filling voids activities you're gonna do are gonna be filling voids like you just have to find like what who yeah. you are you know and do it so yeah
1: wow <laughs> yeah
4: i don't know it's,
2: Dude, it's tr- really it's hard tr- it's just i'm yeah. just thinking this is yeah i got i, I miss my therapist right now this, <laughs> this is therapy today <laughs> just, um yeah it seems, you know in a way in a way but but it is good that it feels like the fact that we mm. are able to verbalize all these things and yeah. that we are, we've, we are able to explain them it, it already shows a lot of growth into yeah. like all these things that happen because mm. it I, I i hope like you know, when mm. when I was 24, it wasn't as easy as it is now no. to yeah. to specific to be able to like narrow it down to like a, a specific things and be able to give it you know to frame yeah. my life and what I want and who I am and all these things and yeah. and and I hope it helps some some people like sort of struggling Clarify with that stuff yeah. because it is it is a, it is something that that I think you know mental health is something that is. I mean I don't think it's necessarily avoided but it's definitely something that is to some degree is is seen as taboo because it's not something that you know people engage with in a, in a very sort of or until casual it's a problem. way or mainstream way um, I think talking about it is important creating mm-hmm. creating a, a vernacular yep. around it is important because mm-hmm. I think that that sort of most people can't talk about it because they don't they don't have the tools
3: Yeah. It's more Um, and more, more and more allowed and more and more accepted. So that's really great.
1: I I think so many people don't address mental health and balance until it's too late until it's a problem, you know, like,
4: Oh yeah. Well, you know, I think that's true of
1: many issues in our lives, right? Like it's not, I'm not, but like, you know, and and (laughs) so few people talk about it openly, um, which is part of the reason I, I like to speak about it openly (laughs) because like I haven't had a lot of it wasn't until I had, you know, came across my own issues with anxiety and depression that I spoke to some friends and they're like, oh, yeah, us too. <laughs> it's so common. But like, it's it's such a weird taboo and people don't talk about it. And it's, I think, healthier to speak about it openly so that other people don't know that they're doing it solo, you know? Hmm.
3: I think there's a generational yeah, thing true. happening. Oh, sorry. Go
2: ahead. Oh, please, Iris. Are you sure? Go ahead. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I've talked too much
3: no I think I have just that I feel like in the uh, with the way that the world I, I tend to think of the world not as the way the day we are in right now like yeah for myself but as the as a I, I kind of tend to think back to like Western Civ class, uh, Western Civilization History class in, in a college where we were thinking about like all, we would read about like a place in the world and then think of all the things that were going on in the whole world for that whole 50 years, you know? And if we think about stuff like that for, in our context, like, the 50 years just before us and the 50 years just before them there was so 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 much emotional repression that people were fucking murdering themselves all over the world like that stuff comes out of pain and trauma and just messed up like emotional dynamics and leadership and whatever like so can you imagine all the work we have to do to like get back to some kind of peace of mind you know like i think that if we think about our parents they're probably so incredibly emotionally repressed compared to and even even they were probably a little bit healthier than theirs and you know it's like just this and there's a culture of it within the artist
1: community this whole like you know embracing the the troubled artist kind of tropes i think it's only until recently Mm -hmm. and i think it's in the face of commercialized art in the, you know in the sense of crunch and in terms of you know just the different um aspects of challenge that we deal with when working with commercial clients um that you have to kind of face an aspect of your work because before this this would have all been you know I, it's been so codified and popularized and things that we just ha- are facing a different aspect of our relationship to our work um that you just can't like lean on oh artists are just moody <laughs> kind of stuff because it's so reductive and yeah yeah, no they don't have to be (laughs) yeah i think there's another way to do it and there's balance and there's you know non-art hobbies that help us Mm. get distance and help us get to know ourselves better um this is like such a big topic
0: (laughs) yeah it just becomes it becomes part of survival at that point right like It's just something like you said, Iris, about (laughs) some of your decisions where it's funny to hear compliments or to talk about things that just you couldn't be any other way. Mm -hmm. And I think that often for us, like when it intersects with mental health, like the non art aspects of our lives, it's like it can't be any other like it's just it's one of those things you wind up doing because like you Mm -hmm. need Mm -hmm. to get away. You know, you need to create that space for yourself. You need to like reconnect with the people around you that you love or nature or, you know, just the, the broader community as a whole and uh, for me it's yeah it's not even a question of you know when i when i think about those moments of of coming up to that point of like could i give more could i be more like kayao could i you know could i be you know more sold out for this career and it's it's kind of like it can't be any other way really like i don't think i I have more to give at a certain point, you know, I I need to go out, take a walk and stand in front of a mountain and not think about how to paint it.
3: I I think it would be cool to hear everybody's like a little lighter (laughs) kind of things that they do. (laughs) Like, even if it's just something you're interested in, something you read about or something you go out and do, or maybe before Corona or that you would like to do after like anything, just like a,
1: yeah. Who else got into bread? (laughs) bread? I, I was, I, I, have my grandmother's uh, <laughs> rolls that I like to bake oh. sometimes. The the best cook and baker in the world is, is my grandmother, and she uh, she's Italian. Uh, you know, came What's over when name? she was six on the boat. Uh, Lydia Schlosser, hmm. uh, and uh, or her married name anyway, and um, just the loveliest woman in the world. I am gonna hopefully get to go see mm. her soon. Now that I am vaccinated oh. and she's vaccinated, um, my mom's going to see her next week. Um, but she had, like, I do my best to try to replicate her roles and I'm terrible <laughs> at it. Uh, uh-huh. but I mean, they're, they're, they're good, but they're never as good mm. as hers. Right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's something that I've been trying to do. And then I've also, I've also got photography, yeah. which I've talked about and other things, but, um, I'm still trying to find more hobbies and get out of my head more and kind of fill up the, the, the artistic banks like the inspiration banks or whatever so that i can use them and have um i think that was that's been my challenge this year is like i feel like i just spent all of my creative stores you know like i just didn't have anything left because i like to, to go like because you know one of my hobbies art hobbies is going people watching and, and sketching yeah. at cafes and things and i just couldn't do also, that also isn't it and fucking so just depressing to just see, like you see stuff.
3: someone with a mask in front of you and it just symbolizes the whole fucking thing
1: Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly yeah. and how do you caricature someone with a mask and it's not like you can't do it but it's just boring and it's just it just didn't scratch the itch the way i wanted um but i'd be curious what, what else have you guys gotten into this year
4: i've
0: been mixing drinks <laughs> I got really oh, into. That's who I got into cooking cooking cocktails too. Yeah. it's, like it's, <laughs> yeah, exactly. it's yeah, booze. Yeah, <laughs> <Just> <laughs> as, actually, I mean, not in like a you know yeah. a obsessive way, but just in like <laughs> a, the little touches.
3: You're like, yeah. are you are you drunk right
0: now? <laughs> completely, three sheets absolutely before every podcast. <laughs> this is just, uh... I have really
1: enjoyed cocktails though. Like I, I I've gotten mm. really good at them, but also like there's such a, a deep storytelling and mm. kind of like verbal history, and you learn about. You know, prohibition. I love and, that stuff. And bartenders yeah. and uh, there's like real storytelling behind it that I am very attracted to. It's not just about drinking cool drinks. Although that's I feel nice like bias, bartenders, like I've, I've been reading. history Bartenders
3: and in general must be like like undercover psychologists or something.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. Definitely. Yeah, no, I love absolutely. I love the story aspect of it all, and I think that those little like yeah things that put you in touch with the broader world of you know where like I know my life is arranged around art but some people's lives are arranged around the production of certain kinds of food or or something completely different it's wonderful to just take a little visit into that world and read the Wikipedia article and watch a couple YouTube videos and then try it yourself yeah and like great craftsmanship
1: yeah. and the kind of secret handshake aspect of, of a culture, I think yeah. it's just fascinating. So stuff.
0: that and, and coffee and and little cooking things mm-hmm. and I got a diffuser for my room. I, all these little like sensory things that I've yeah. really leaned into this year, just to like increase the the like little nice corners of my life, so that you know, even mm-hmm. though it's much more limited, it, those those things you I can like lean into and,
3: what you can yeah. get. Yeah.
0: Hmm. How about you, James?
2: I don't really. Why I did mean, you... What is that? <laughs> because I, I was thinking about what I'm going to say. Uh, and I, it's, it would all be a lie. It's not true. It's, I, okay. I've, I've been doing yoga for the last three years. Awesome. Mm. On and off. It's been on and off. i, I got to be completely honest. There have been moments where I've peaked and I've been doing it like three or four yeah. times a, a, a week and I've been going to even like courses and stuff like that. Over the past four months, it's been pretty much like abysmal I, like like behind me sort of like judging me the fact oh. that like, I should be doing more um, <laughs> but definitely like yoga is, is I could call it a hobby it's something that I like investing effort into like doing it better and 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 the story around it and again it's all that stuff I think also like is is story really is what attracts you to something new Right. It's that I mean, we are we instead of talking about making cocktails, we're talking about the story behind making the cocktail <laughs>
4: because,
2: because that's who we are. We, yeah. we are like into that sort of stuff. We like mm-hmm. the history of how like, you know, mm-hmm. yoga. What, what is it? What is it? Why is it become so popular and all that stuff? And, mm-hmm. and I know there's a lot of like, you know, um, other people that that hate yoga because it becomes so this sort of like very um, sort of housewife you know mainstream uh, lululemon super expensive clothes yeah i get you type of business and they
3: they turn off right away as soon as you say the word
2: (laughs) yeah it's but it it is it is it is nice especially i mean this is gonna sound ridiculous but like getting to know your body in a different way (laughs) is some it was it was revelatory doing yoga like, yeah. the f- like how close you you get to like understanding how your body moves. is Even insane. just breathing,
3: breathing becomes mm-hmm. like even just ex- breathing. Extra even just like body. you yeah. feel
2: there's certain moments when they when you. For anybody that hasn't done yoga, this is going to sound insane, but <laughs> like the, the fact that you can breathe to specific locations of your body depending on the pose that you're doing and stretch and your that, skin. That is forcing, <laughs> a stretching. It's just. It is, it is an insane thing, and it's really cool. Yeah. But I haven't been doing it over the past few months, because I've sort of getting... So I'm how dare you talk about slope. it?
3: How dare
2: you <laughs> talk about it? Because I'm a privileged white man, so I can do whatever I want.
0: Yeah, um, what's the limit of time? If it wasn't within the last week, it doesn't count? Just, like. just,
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's, it's something... It's just, I'm just getting out of the, out of like a, a bit of a dark slope, so I, I'm sort of getting, building myself back into it. Yeah. Um, and I think also like the weather in in England, it, it affects my my um, emotional state very much, and it's been a pretty dark and long winter. Mm-hmm. So now as it's getting a little bit warmer, it's kind of like you're feeling like you need to do that a little bit more. But then other than that, I've, I mean, I've been writing a lot lately, which is a nice thing. It's it's not a it's not an, a non art related hobby. It's it is an art thing, and I do it for work, and I and it's a direction in which I wanna, like push my work a little bit more towards. But it is, I, I find that far enough away from drawing, hmm. even though it's very complimentary, that it does trigger a different part of my brain yeah. when I'm doing it. Yeah. Um, and then a lot of photography lately, like it's just street photography. Is, it's really cool. I think when you were talking about Iris, this idea of like, I find that be, like beyond all the tech, tech stuff of the camera, the lens or the specific... Even the film that you use, I yeah. think there are. If there's one thing where photography shines beyond any other art form, is composition. Yeah, exactly. Is a yeah. photograph dies or lives with its composition.
3: I love composition. It's even made me care less about painting and more about composition in 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 art. Like yeah. phot- photography yeah, yeah, you totally, brought me closer to yeah. that. Yeah, mm.
2: absolutely to that to that idea. I think that's where it's it's been helping a lot because i don't get to and again you don't get it's it's such an immediate thing taking a photograph mm. it's a, it's in a split second whereas making a drawing or doing work is it can take weeks and weeks and weeks to get it done i yeah. that that element i like there's a, there's something it's almost like a live performance in a, in a weird way um, where it's on the moment and it would never, this photograph would never be repeated.
3: Yeah, you're like open unique. to the moment. Uh... Yeah,
2: this moment, mm-hmm. this yeah. specific person sitting in this specific spot with the sun being like this and this yeah. like that, that's never mm-hmm. going to be again. Mm-hmm. So that idea, it's it's also like it's something very cool. And again, it's all very art related because that's, again, like I'm not interested on, on that many other things that are not artistic. <laughs> like there are subjects that I care about. Like there's mm-hmm. things about history and and um, anthropology that are interesting to me yeah. but to some degree it always ends up going down to that the idea of narrative and art and storytelling and it's always okay. related to that it's just okay. nothing like is history cool because people wear very cool clothes back then <laughs> and you know yeah. and, and it's true it's true history it's is true. cool because people dress weird and and they have weird haircuts and and the statues and architecture is different and, and the what i'm and interested the colors about history is that is all of the architecture and and clothing mm. and music and yeah. all the aesthetics is the aesthetics of history that attract mm. me so much mm. we're kind of like reaching the point where we should sort of start wrapping things up a little bit we've been okay. discussing creating a new section Mm. called What Brought You Joy Last Week or something like that, where <laughs> under a minute we're supposed to be able to recommend a book or a recipe or a, a music album or something that we found out this week <laughs> that um, it's great and people should check out. So um, have you guys even given, given any thought?
1: Um, I, well, it, it's not cultured like books, but um, I, I got I, I started watching City of Ghosts mm. on Netflix. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm. um, That's an easy and win. It's, yeah. Oh, it's so good. It like, I had to pause it while watching just cause it, I was overwhelmed with how much I loved it okay. and how much it was a show that I would have wanted to make in a lot of ways. Um, it, cause it feels very much like real LA, but also it's just like, it, it's a non-traditional look. That's beautiful. You know, it's like, there's real innovation that we're looking at there. It's a brand new aesthetic. It's, um, It's semi-documentary, so it's, like, unusual for animation. It's, like, it nails representation and diversity like L.A. does. It's just, it's hitting all the right notes, and I can't recommend it enough. I'm just really, really into it, Um, and I'm so happy that it exists. And I hope, um, apparently, the the numbers aren't performing as well as we might have hoped on Netflix. Um, So, you know, I would love to see more people watch it, because I think it's something that we need to see more of. And Netflix likes to cancel stuff, so I want to make <laughs> sure that it there's, lives there's something alive. on
2: that show that is so if you have even if you've been to LA it's, it's special but I think for anybody that is from LA, it must be the most special show in the world because it the way it touches into like heritage and and the history mm-hmm. of locations is just so charming and beautiful it's so nice. Mm-hmm.
1: It's What's so it called, well Ian? observed lovely city of ghosts.
2: It's not scary by the way. It's a, It's a It's a cartoon show. Yeah, yeah. it's for, it's for kids. It's, it's like it's for, like
1: yeah. kids, yeah, wow. it, it, it's, it's like kids, for kids. Uh, hunting for ghosts around. It's also for kids. <laughs> <laughs> Animations for everyone, Nick.
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry.
1: <God>. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it's like a bunch of little ghost hunting kids exploring their neighborhoods and getting to know the colorful characters in their in their, you know, in LA. It's really mm-hmm. really great. It's beautiful.
2: Yeah.
0: Nick? Uh I'm trying to decide between a couple things. They're not necessarily like this week, but one one short film that I saw just recently that really, like, freaking shook me up a little bit was called Colza, C-O-L-Z-A, and it was one of the um, the Gobelin shorts. Um,
2: is this is the French one with the little dragon The boy little dragon and, and the, and the fields flowers. of yellow yeah, flowers also. and
0: the musically... Um, uh, driven yeah. like flight the horns. Yeah. The horns like <sighs> drive the, it's just the backgrounds, particularly for some reason, like the, the way they're painted, the simplicity and the specificity, like the, I, I don't know. It, did, it didn't mean like, it didn't amount to like, I, I need to study this and I need to create it. And I need to be a part of it. Even though I feel a lot of those emotions, it was just like, I'm just glad this exists. You know, yeah. like I, I just watched it and felt, grateful that somebody had put the time and effort into that so Mm. definitely recommend that it was just so it was like a little bit like i i I so wish we were all doing things not this exact thing but things like it you know the the industry was more Mm -hmm. conducive to more of that but uh, yeah
2: there's 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 something that to to be said about talking about student short films Mm. because something that i always like end up realizing is like okay well all these people that have made these amazing short films, they they might end up having, like, a, a story position at, like, Disney TV. Mm. But what's all that, that like, oh, integrity gosh. that was, like, yeah. in those short films? Like, where, where does that go? Like, yeah. sure, you're going to make, like, a, a Mickey Mouse thing, but, like, why are you not, like... <laughs> ah, that's always frustrating because it's, like, I would yeah. much rather do, see things like that. Mm. Um, but, yeah, anyway, that's cool.
0: How about you, chips?
2: I would recommend the a, a, a youtube channel called frame lines is mm-hmm. hosted by by two guys that do um street photography and that they are very much to be blamed for me to like re reconnecting with photography in a in a very very big way um, they talk about they they are both of them uh, these two guys shane taylor and uh, I jess uh, josh and goose and they're both in their own right, fantastic street photographers and and very accomplished ones. But they talk, but the way they talk about it, it is, it is really cool. And I would anybody mm-hmm. that is interested in that, I would recommend checking their work.
3: Awesome. All right, I love. There's so much great photography content on YouTube.
0: <laughs> I need to to reclaim my YouTube recommends. I fell down a rabbit hole like last night <laughs> of like hate watching a bunch of. Like mil- multi-million <laughs> view videos of like i like, why do people watch this? What is what this? Is and now watching? my whole YouTube recommends is full of it. I'm like, oh no! Uh,
1: so now it's like toxic pranks and, and, <laughs> yeah. and like oh influencer houses and stuff. How about
0: you, Iris? What are you anything this week? Uh,
3: can I say three things?
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: Okay, sure. Um, basically, I was watching um, Marco Bucci content on his channel. It's really mm. great. And mm-hmm. because uh, I have to do a, I'm gonna do a CGMA thing where I give feedback to students, but through through the class of content that he made, like the video content that he made. But I'm gonna teach the students with it. So I was just reviewing like his content, and he's a really great teacher. So mm-hmm. just Marco Bucci, and uh, in one of his lessons, he mentioned Hans Bacher, who I already knew, <laughs> but like just do you guys know Hans Bacher. He's
0: yeah, really yeah. I rep the Dream Worlds book <laughs> like every time I talk anywhere. Yeah, oh, yeah yes. that one, oh and God, also yes.
3: uh, Vision, Color, and Composition for Film, Sketchbook Composition Studies for Film. Like, just Hans Bacher has this incredible um, mind for. Like, he also did the style guide for Mulan, and there's a lot of great notes about composition and shape and just how to make a frame like look like Mulan and nothing else and all that kind of stuff. So. <laughs> <laughs> really in- in amazing! Yeah, there you go, <laughs> a dream world there thing. <laughs> and um, oh,
2: best book in the world.
3: In a non-art way, um, this s- doctor, psychologist, addiction expert, a lot of things, uh, trauma expert that my friend Markella suggested to me a while ago. And lately, I'm watching it with uh, my boyfriend, and it's so great to. Just want to say it's so great to watch things with people who are open to ideas and self improvement and stuff, mm. rather than mm. just like feeling like. I'm watching this alone, and I'm the only one who cares and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, yeah. his name is Gábor Mate, and if you guys have ever watched any of his content, I'm not sure, but um, he's really great. If you, I basically spent my whole life denying the idea of having had trauma at all. Like, I just hmm. thought that it didn't apply to me at all, and that a lot of people were lying about their trauma. And then I became more open-minded and accepting and forgiving of myself and others, and was like okay let's act as if trauma is real and then look into what my friends are recommending and i've had a huge weight lifted off my soul and others like the way i looked at other people and myself through people like gabor mate so it's like revolutionary for me so yeah beautiful that's yeah. so nice
1: fantastic
0: yeah <laughs> thank you well, that's so nice. great it's great way to end and iris thank you so much for joining yes. us this thank week you guys like, so this much. has been amazing <laughs> what an incredible really talk
1: fun. <laughs>
0: Truly.
2: And that's the end of the episode. If you want to contact us or reach out in any way, you can do so through Twitter using the handle Next space spot or by email at hello at negative space The music is by the always amazing Francisco Ojeda. Thank you for spending some time with us. Bye bye.